Hey everybody, welcome to the Geriatric Millennials. I'm Beth. And I'm Jamie. And we're two oldish, youngish ladies talking about what we want to read poolside. Yeah. Also, Jamie is having a crisis of of this is a too book of two right it's now. Too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. I, I feel like in my mind, these are recommendations, like book yeah. poolside recommendations, but I can't commit to the top five because I know that there's other ones that are just as good. <laughs> oh my gosh. You want to be fair to all the books out there. Got it. Because they're, it's so hard to pick favorites. I mean, I just keep thinking of more. I'm like, oh, that one was so good. Oh yeah, that one was so good. You know? Yeah. These aren't your favorites of all time though. These are just five books that you would read by the pool. I mean, I would read these every anywhere. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in your mind, yeah. when you're reading by the pool, it it's not like heavy. It's not serious. Am I right? Typically it's something easy to read yes. that I can get lost in or not. Um, in the sense of like, I can get pulled out of and I'm not like, oh shoot, I'm, what were they doing? Cause it, it's like a really complicated story. You know, you have to remember all the character names and there's 50 million of them and there's 16 okay. plot lines. That's too much for a beach read for me. Right. I like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like to get like swept away in a story, but one that's like, obviously I, if there's like lifeguard rings the bell, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm alert and aware. It's not, I'm okay. not totally zoned okay. out. Yeah. Okay. What I, about I, for you? I feel you? like I can do that. I think for me, it, I don't know. There's just such a variety of books that I love and want to read, but I think it's going to be fiction. Absolutely. I'm because not taking nonfiction to the beach. I don't beach. want to do self-help right now. No. How to heal a wounded heart does not belong at the pool. <laughs> Uh, so, so that, although I have some nonfiction books that are lighthearted that aren't, well, so I love memoirs. I yeah. love memoirs, but I have these, I have this one that's a cookbook actually that I, I would take that to the pool just to get some ideas for what's for dinner. Okay. That is not, but that's not the nature about. of relaxation. Nope. Nope. I, nope. I get it. Okay. I get it. Okay. okay. I think I, so on my list, I have seven that I've written down. I'll cross out two because we're doing top five. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to... This is hard. My number five for Poolside Reads is the Harry Potter series. That's a whole series. That's like seven books. Okay, but you could read any of them and it'd be fun. So it's something that's like, okay, they have dark themes and blah, blah, blah. But I'm talking about if you've already read it once through, you read it again. It's like a perfect reread because it's like entertaining and light. And it's like always kind of been my go-to, like if I need to get back into reading and so I think like book three is usually my favorite and it's one that I can always just pick up. And that's something I do like about like just lounge reading yeah. where it's like easy and I don't really have to think about it. And so I would say Prisoner of Man book three is something that I would take to the pool with me just to like lounge while I'm trying to get some sun. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Give me one. That Jamie. makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. I'm going to say The Maid. Oh, never heard of it. It is about a a girl who I think she's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. maybe the autism spectrum. I'm can't, I can't remember exactly that part, but she works at this hotel mm-hmm. and she's a maid there. And there is something that happens. Okay, no spoilers here. Anybody. No spoilers, but it's just a. It's kind of a delightful story. It it like pulls you in. So there's some intrigue. You want to know. What's going on? And she's so innocent and she's so, she takes takes things so literally and, and, and her interactions. For example, there's this guy who's paying attention to her and she thinks he really likes her, but he's totally just using her type mm-hmm. of a thing. And mm-hmm. so you, you get to kind of see that she's 
being taken advantage of. But you just, anyway, it's a really, it's, that's a side note on this okay. book. It really is not about that at all. But it's just really good because there's some mystery and then there's good character development. And it was just a fun, easy read that I would recommend. Okay. Yes. The Maid. Okay. This was a really easy read for me and I liked it a lot. So I read it for the first time uh, this last year and it's called like Water for Chocolate. Okay. And it's from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And originally I think it was published in Spanish and then translated And it's all about like this woman's life told through like cooking stories. And there's so much passion and flavor. It's one of those like just kind of spicy, has a little spice to it, not too much, but a little spice. And it's just like beautifully written. It's like kind of delicious in the way that they describe things and experiences. And it's a quick read. Like it only took me like three days to read. It's short. And so it was like, it's like the perfect lounging on a beach. Like you've, it's day three of vacation. You're unwound now. You're now just drinking, you know, mojitos or Mai Tais or whatever. And you just want to like lay on a beach with a breeze and just read a nice little book. This is it. I love that. That's been on my list for a long time, but I don't think I've actually read it. Did they make a movie out of that? They did. Okay. I think I've seen the movie. Yeah. But I want to read the book. The book was Chef's Kiss. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Number four, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, that's on my list. <gasps> you haven't read it yet? No, it's on my list. Oh, it's so, so good. good. It is so good. It's not what you think. Okay. And I that. really like that author. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would recommend any of her books. Mm-hmm. I've read quite a few of her books. It's Taylor Jenkins Reid. Mm-hmm. She's really good. I think that's my favorite of all the books of hers that I've read. And it is... It's it's fun. It's it's really uh it's about this woman's life in Hollywood mm. and her love stories mm. kind of thing, but one that's kind of throughout. And like I said, it's not what you expect. Okay. And it's good. Oh, I think you would really sweet. like it. Awesome. Okay. My next book, number 3, is The Woman in the Library, which is something I checked out at the library on a whim. And it's kind of a a mystery uh, told in a couple different voices. And I don't want to give too much away, but it was just one of those. I've I've been really into thriller mysteries. Let me just say that. And um, it's one of those that I I listened to it on an audiobook and the person reading it was really engaging too. And it was one I just could not put down. And it was so interesting. And there's all these kind of like uh, twists and turns and just different things coming at you. And it was just like, oh, this is kind of lovely. And it the was- The woman in the library. The woman in the library. And it, I really loved it. I, it's probably one of my favorite books that I read this year uh, as far as just like fun reading. And yeah, I I can just, I would, well, I probably wouldn't read it again because I'm so behind on my reading list. Uh, <laughs> You're to be read. <laughs> to be read list. But I just, I was one that- it's a perfect for like a, a, a porch read, you know, like you're just sitting on your porch on a nice summer evening, drinking some lemonade. I guess that's not the pool, but we're just going to count it as summer reading too. Yeah. And just taking it in. It was really good. I am so happy to get this list from you. Okay. I wonder if we'll have any overlap. I think we won't. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Number three, this isn't a brand new book, somewhat recent book where the crawdads sing. Okay. <laughs> you're laughing. So what I... One of the things that I loved about this book was the setting. It's in a mm-hmm. marsh. It's in the South. And so much of the marsh is a part, is like a character in this book. And it just makes me think of summertime 
and it's I, I know they made a movie. Mm-hmm. Did you see you did I see watched the movie. the movie, yeah. Okay. Not as good as the book, of course. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's a really good book. I really, really liked it. And and that's the kind of book I want to read at, okay. the, at the at the pool. Okay. Love yeah. it. This next one is a little bit like more um in depth than I typically would read by the pool. It's called Hail Mary. And it's by the guy that wrote The Martian. And um, Andy Weir, I think his name is. Anywho, it's about kind of first contact with alien life form, not what you think it would be in any way. But it and it's one of it's it's a long read for sure. But the I, I listened to it on audio again, audiobook, and the 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 person, the actor, was really great at performing it, and it was just very interesting. Like it was a stimulating book. So this is one that I definitely like. This isn't like a relaxing book for me, but it was one that's like when you need to get your mind off other things. Okay. It was really good. So I could see myself like laying on the patio deck by a pool, not in a pool, but by a pool, kind of listening to it and drinking like a strawberry daiquiri and just like taking it in. Because it was so, it was so, uh, so descriptive and like the visuals on it in my brain, it was like watching a movie for like the 19 hours it took to listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's how I feel whenever I read a book. Yeah. It's like watching a movie in my head. Okay. Number two, lessons in chemistry. Oh, that's on my list too. It's so good. Okay. Okay. And I love, so far, all of my list has been uh, female characters, Mm -hmm. women and their stories and kind of empowering women. And a lot of these are set a little bit back in history. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this one, I think it's in, I think this one's in the fifties. She's a scientist. Mm-hmm. Love it. And there were not a lot of women scientists Definitely at that not. time. Yeah, And it's just, it's well-written. It's entertaining. It's engaging. You, the, there's great character development. You want to know what's going to happen. And it's just a really good read. I really enjoyed that one. So nice. Mm-hmm. So my number one pick was anything by, uh, Geneva Rose, hopefully I'm saying her name right, but she wrote The Perfect Marriage and then she had one that just came out called One of Us is Dead and she kind of writes these mysteries with lots of plot turns and um, I don't want to give anything away, but I just I kind of like found her on a fluke. I was like looking at my Libby and I was like, I just need an audiobook that's short that I can listen to in a couple days. And so I think I found the perfect marriage. Um, I love the sort feature in Libby, how you can start like audiobooks available now, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to it at work one day and it was just so captivating. And I really liked her writing style and I just kind of like got obsessed. And then I listened to her next book and then I got, um, I checked out another book from her and it was like, just happened to be like just released. I don't know how I got it in front of people that had massive holds, but I got it like right when it released (laughs) and it was so, it was just like so interesting and good. And like, again, I love thrillers and just like murder mysteries or, well, not necessarily murder mysteries, but just mysteries. And so what are the, what are some of the titles you said? And one of us is dead. Okay. Uh, the perfect marriage. And I know there's another one. I think she only has three or four books out, but just, I don't know. I just really like it's simple. And again, the audio actors and actresses that perform are really good quick reads. I think most of her books are eight or nine audio book hours. I always listen to it a little bit faster. Uh, Jamie listens to chipmunk style sometimes. I I got into her car and she was listening to a podcast or something and it was like so sped up. I was like, (laughs) ma'am. 
<laughs> but, but yeah, it, I don't know. I just, these are just like, her books have just really just like, just not spoken to me, but they've just really made me happy when I read them Yeah, and excited to like, and looking forward to reading more. That's cool. So I think it's I like a, a exercise in patience too with books because, you know, we've gotten in this era of like binge everything, you know, a right. new series comes out. It's all the episodes, binge, binge, binge. And then it's like nothing. And with these books, it's like, okay, it's going to be a couple years till the next one. So you got to kind of savor. So anyway, that's cool. Okay. Uh, my number one is, I guess it would be an, well, I don't know if it's just an author, but there's three books. Okay. Just give them. But they're so great for a poolside read. And it's called, the number one in the series is called The Rosie Project. Hmm. And as differentiated from all the other books on my list, this is a male main character. Okay. And he has, I think it's Asperger's, okay. but he doesn't know it Okay, kind of a thing. And it's just, it's very funny. It's really like a um, an endearing type of a, a book because it's him falling in love with someone and oh. then how he goes about that and mm-hmm. in all his interactions. And it's so funny, but it's also insightful and it's very entertaining and well-written, easy read. But I feel like I also got insight. Mm-hmm kind of into a character that's really different than me. And I, I really enjoy that. So mm-hmm. so the first one's The Rosie Project. The second one is The Rosie Effect. Mm-hmm. And the third one is The Rosie Result. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So the first one is kind of when they meet. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is when they're married. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is when they have a kid. Oh, okay. And it's just really good. I really love the series. I think... I think Men, most people, many people mm-hmm. would really enjoy it. So nice. Yeah. So as an added bonus, can you open your Libby app and tell us, can you tell me what you're reading right now or what's on your, on your, on your shelf? So, I mean, I can, I just finished a book that I don't recommend <laughs> <laughs> and I picked it for my book club and I was like, who picked this book? It was so depressing and sad because everyone dies. Oh, is this the plague book? Yes. Okay. It's called The Year of Wonders. It was a really good book, but it is not a poolside read. Mm-hmm. I don't know when you want to read it. I don't want to read it ever again. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to think I'm going to tell my book club people you don't have to read this after all, <laughs> because for me, it was just really sad because everybody kept dying. I mean, of course, it's a book about the plague. What else would you expect? But yeah. close to home. Yeah. yeah. It, yes. Yeah. And it just I found it really sad and depressing. And so this one I did start to speed up as I it was an audiobook I, as I was listening to because I was like, I just want it to be over. I feel like I, I've committed to this book. I've put this much in. And I'm like and I was like, it has to get better. Mm-hmm. Something has to be hopeful in this book. And there was a sliver of hope and, you know, they got through, they got over it. They got over the plague season that year was horrible and awful, but it didn't make up for all the people that died in the whole, Mm -hmm. you know, first 95% of the book. So Mm -hmm. anyway, (laughs) just finished that. And on my list, I'm, I'm about to start is called Between Two Kingdoms. Okay. That's a, that one is a nonfiction and it is a, a memoir and I'm looking forward to starting it. I've heard really good things about that. Okay. How about you? So um, on my audio list is Cultish, which is a nonfiction book. I don't know what any of it is, but I'm excited. And then Little Fires Everywhere, starting both of those. I've read that. And then 
an actual physical because I keep I do physical books because I like to hoard. And so I'm reading one called um, Missing Dead Girls by Sarah Walters, okay. which I just started that one. That it's, one sounds scary. I, it's I think I don't know. I It's about teenage te- older teenagers. I think I don't know if it's YA or not, but they're I don't know what's happening yet. Like I oh. just started. Oh, it's like. Okay. Well, I have a few more because I thought we were just doing like what were we like one, but I have more. I'm also reading a book called uh, a physical book. Uh It's on my bedside table. Hotel on the Corner of Bitter and Sweet. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I've had it on my shelf for years. Mm -hmm. Haven't actually read it. I think I've started reading it two or three times and I'm like, I need to finish this book. So that one. And then the other one that's also on my Libby app that I haven't started, but I'm about to, is called How to Keep House While Drowning. Oh, is that by that lady that's on TikTok? I have no idea. What's Probably. Her name? Casey Davis. I think so. She's like a pretty popular TikTok. She it's has only three hours. I'm like, yeah, she's ADHD I need to know how something. to do that. I feel like I'm drowning as far as like housework mm-hmm. goes. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll sense. help. I don't know. I just need people to clean up after themselves. Yeah. That's a lot to ask. Even if it my feels own like it feels like it is. It feels oh, like- I walk into my house sometimes. I'm like, who lives here? What pig is living in here? And I'm like, you, <laughs> just you. Like who made this giant mess with all these dishes everywhere? I'm like, stupid cats. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, but this yeah. was a good list. I think there's a lot on there. I am still not finished the Harry Potter series. So I was listening to it with my daughter. Mm-hmm. We got almost to the very end of the fifth book, I think, or mm-hmm. the fourth book. There was like 30 minutes left in the audiobook and then it got returned. Oh, shoot. And there was a big long wait. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, we can't continue until I finish that. I just yeah. need to pull that book off the shelf and read it out loud with my eyes and my Mouth. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're just about to where it turns dark. I know. I think I know it that. It gets a lot better though. That's a That's good, good thing. To, I think I need to do that in the this, this summer because- This would be perfect. Yes. Then we can watch- The movies. The, which is what, I mean, we would do that any time of year, but- yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, happy reading. Happy reading. I love reading so much. I want to see your to-be-read list at some point. I'm excited. We'll share it. We'll share It's disgusting. It's like more books that I want to read than I've ever read in my life. And I'm like, great. I'm not going to make it happen before I'm dead. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and would like to support our show, you can share episodes with your friends and family. Follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost. So check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.